Hey, today I want to have a look at the live show and kind of the progression of the live show. So it starts when we pick up an instrument in our bedroom and the end goal is, it depends on you, but maybe it's that big stadium tour, that 80,000 people stadium tour. That's the dream. We've seen artists in there. We've seen bands do that and we'd love to be able to do that ourselves. So what's the progression? So I reckon there's a couple of things that you might get out of this. First is a bit clearer vision. So you're here. These are the steps you want to take to kind of build that for yourself. Um, Secondly, probably more important is to look back and see where you've come. So sometimes we can get caught up thinking, I want to be there. I want to be there. I'm not quite where I want to be. But if we look back and see how many stages we've gone through, where we've actually come from, that can be really encouraging as well. So we're going to look at that as a progression of the live show. And along the way, like some shows will pay you money. Some shows is a bit of an expense. There's kind of a build um, of a lot of things through the live show, but basically we want to be doing live shows as an artist. And there's a few reasons. I've written down four reasons I reckon we should be doing live shows. First is to let that performer out. We all as creatives, when we're writing something, we want to get in front of people and kind of get that response, get that sort of those warm, fuzzy feelings when people enjoy the, uh, the performance that we put on from. We're all kind of performance. That's why we love music and art. Uh, The second is it's a great opportunity to build an audience. So whenever you're in front of people playing, there's an emotional connection, which I've talked about a heap on this podcast, where you can actually connect with an audience and give them a chance to connect with you. So the live show is a really, really good way. The third thing is you can start making some money. Uh, It's probably a lot more profitable when you're starting out to be doing live shows than it would be to be selling your music. So you can get paid by the venue or you can sell tickets. There's a few different ways to do it, which we'll chat about in this. So live show, you can actually make some money off it. The fourth thing is you build a reputation and you start to climb the ladder. So you do a really good show. Another venue is going to notice you, you'll get a call from them or another artist will notice you. Uh, Maybe they'll call you to go on tour with them or you can book that festival or something. So you can begin to climb the ladder as you build your reputation by doing live shows. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of That Studio. We're talking about going from musician to artist. So like I said before, it starts somewhere. It starts in the bedroom maybe or maybe at school in the music room or with some mates or something where you just pick up an instrument and you think, maybe, yeah, maybe I could do this. I enjoy this. Or maybe you've seen your favorite artist live at a show or something and thought, I want, I want to do that. So it starts somewhere and there's nobody watching really when you start. So there's first times you're either jamming with your mates or you're playing um, your favorite song, something in your bedroom, you've got zero audience. And there's a step where you actually have to show somebody. So your first live performance might even be to your mum or to your mates or something like that. So there's a really sort of, there's a, there's a point where you play your music for the very first time. So that's kind of step one. Um, something that I know I did as a kid is you have the school performance. If you started when you were young and in school, you've got that variety night or that school concert or that talent show or whatever, where that's the first time you kind of get up and play that show in front of all your mates and their parents, basically. Um, and if you remember that feeling, that's nerve wracking to think, oh, is this, am I any good? Or maybe, I don't know, when you're 14, you're pretty kind of cocky. So maybe you just think it's going to be awesome. I don't know. But there's that sort of moment where you actually do it for the very first time. So maybe you can remember that. We kind of move on from there to, uh, I guess, being a musician. So we're kind of pretty far from being an artist at this point. We're just playing music. We enjoy playing music. So this might be the progression move into here might be an open mic night. So maybe you'll go along to somewhere 
where there's just an opportunity for you to get up and play. Nobody's heard of you. There's zero expectation on you really. You just get up and do an open mic night. And that's kind of your first maybe public performance where there's people in the room that you don't know who they are. At this point, that's going to be mostly cover songs. Um, maybe in an open mic night, you're brave enough to play an original. Um, I'm not sure. But from here, it kind of moves into background music. So maybe you might get a gig at a cafe or a restaurant or a pub and you're in the background. So you're not there to entertain, you're just there to create some atmosphere, some background music and just make people in that venue feel a bit comfortable. So I think at this point, you're, you're hired as a musician. Nobody's there to see who you are. They're there to experience the, the restaurant. They're there to experience the atmosphere and you're providing that with your music. So you're a musician. So the great thing about this is this is the first opportunity where you could actually get paid for your music. So you might get a couple of hundred bucks for that gig or whatever it is. You might go for a couple of hours and maybe nobody notices you, nobody claps you or anything like that, but you're out, you're playing music and that, that's a really big step. So you kind of got that background music thing. At this point, it's probably mostly covers, I think. Um, you could chuck some originals in there to kind of test them out if you've got them. Um, but you could get away with this whole gig just doing some of your favorite songs um, as covers. So from here, you might move into background music at a pub or a club or something where it's all a bit louder, uh, the crowd's a bit more rowdy, and maybe they'll start chucking your requests. Maybe you might get claps after each song. Still, nobody's really in the room to see you. They're there to take a load off or have a good night out or whatever it is. And, and you're providing uh, some sort of entertainment, but they're not really there because you're there. They're there because, well, they would have been there anyway, regardless of whether you were there. But they might start chucking requests at you. You might get a little bit of engagement. Um, again, mostly covers. I think original songs won't really work here um, unless you've been playing them for ages and people know about them. But really, they just want to hear something familiar and just kind of relate to it. So your background music, but you might get a few punters throwing you some stuff. So if, you, if you're out throwing you some stuff, did I just say that they'd be throwing you some stuff? Throwing you some requests, throwing you a bit of engagement, I mean, not like tomatoes or anything like that, hopefully. Um, if you've been going really well in the pub thing and there's people like your music and the venue starts inviting you back because you're bringing people in to see you, then maybe you're going to go to the next level where people are going to the pub because they know that you're going to be there. And you're at the stage now where you can kind of um, banter with the crowd a bit and you can get them up to dance maybe. So you can, they can request a song and you can get them up to dance. You can chat to them a little bit and kind of make it a bit more of a, you're not background music anymore, you're entertaining. So you're making, you're making people have a good time by what you're doing. So they're kind of clapping you after each song. They're excited about you playing there. I think you're still at this point probably hired as a musician. So mainly because you're pay, playing covers, um, people are there just have a good time. It's not really a, a show for you as an artist. It's a show for you as a musician, but you've kind of progressed. So you start in the bedroom, you've gone through. Now people are chanting the songs that you're singing there. The venues are asking you to come back. So you're moving forward as a musician, or maybe this could even be wedding. So maybe you're, uh, you're providing the music at wedding. So you've got a big role at the end there to get everybody up and dancing, to get the bride and groom happy and everyone just have a good time. And you're kind of facilitating that as a musician, singing these songs that everyone loves and everyone wants to dance to. The great thing about this whole sort of category of being, being a musician in venues is that you're starting to get paid. And I know a bunch of musicians around here that are full-time musicians just playing these gigs. 
So maybe they don't feel like an artist. Maybe you don't feel like an artist if you're playing these. Maybe thinking, oh, I just I'd so much rather do um, shows where people want to listen to me and people and I get to play my originals. And that makes sense, and I understand that. But if we have a look at, in a broader sense, we can get paid for this. So these can be if they're long gigs, like three, four hour gigs, you could be getting three, four hundred dollars. So there's a lot of artists around um, where I live locally here who this is their full-time job. So they'll get two or three of these gigs every week, which is over 100 gigs a year, 100 paid gigs a year, and they can make a living off that. So Monday to Friday, they're working out their set list, they're practicing, they're coming up with new songs, or they're practicing, they're looping or whatever, and they get paid for these gigs on the weekend. So this is definitely a, a really good uh, place to be in, even though sometimes the inner artist in us just wants to be appreciated a bit more. They want to have to have people listen to their story, um, not just play the cover, the same covers every weekend. So I understand people want to move forward, but for a lot of people, this is a great goal to get to. They're actually getting paid for their music so they can stop doing the job that they hate doing and focus on music. For the next progression, we're starting to feel more like an artist. So venues are actually calling us to come and do our show because they know when we turn up, other people will turn up and you can even, there might even be a ticket on the door. So maybe um, it's a $15 ticket to get in and people are only paying that because they know who you are and they enjoy your music. So a lot of venues will do this kind of like, um, you know, put out the, the posts on Facebook, whatever saying, um, Friday night, I've got this artist coming in to do it. And people will come to the venue over another venue because you're there as an artist. But the problem generally when we start to become an artist is we're getting, we're probably getting paid a little bit less. For example, when I was doing a lot of shows in a, in a band, when I was a drummer, you'd put on these shows with a bunch of other bands and you'd be an artist and, and fans would turn up to see you play, but you're kind of not making a lot of money out of that. If you've got a venue, you've got tickets, you've got three or four different artists there. So sometimes a venue will put it on and they'll ask you and they'll be ticketed and that's really, really good. But often when we're kind of, when we're starting out that shift from being a musician to being an artist, there is a little bit of a drop in how much money you can make from that initially. Yeah, so for this, this could be a music night. So you might have, if you're a metal band, you might have a metal night at the pub. You get three metal bands to come in and you all play your own songs, maybe a couple of covers, but people are there to enjoy your music, specifically your music. Or you might have like a singer-songwriter night where there's three or four singer-songwriters and so you've got family and fans there from each of the four artists that kind of hang out for the whole night and watch you play. But again, probably less money than you would be getting for that, that wedding or that dancing pub gig. But still, you get to express yourself and be an artist and sing your original songs. Um, another thing might be an album launch. So maybe you've got a recording that you're launching so you can invite people along to this sort of uh, showcase of you and your song. So that's that's excellent because you get to be up there and sing your songs, connect with your audience um, from your personal story. But again, you're not making a ton of money for this. You might uh, sell some tickets, you might sell some CDs, but this isn't going to be a week in, week out thing, but at least you are feeling like an artist. Well, you are an artist at this point. You're selling your music, you're selling your story. So that I think, and that's why I put this, I reckon that's above the pub gig. It pays less money but it's closer to us being an artist. So the next thing is maybe you'll get a festival gig. So maybe you get invited along to be one of the 30 or 40 bands at a festival, which is awesome because uh, fans are there to see these big bands, these headline bands there, but they'll all 
hear you. They'll all walk, or hopefully, a good number of them walk past your stage and get exposure to you as an artist. You're not there to play covers, you're there to be you as a music artist. So this mightn't pay you much, mightn't pay you anything at all, it might just be an exposure thing. Depends how far up the ladder you climb, which stage you kind of get to. But doing a festival gig is awesome as a music artist. There's definitely a goal, if you're not there yet, to look forward to getting into that festival gig, getting on the lineup with all those big bands, with all those fans that are going to be there at the show just to listen to music and you're one of the music artists. And the last one in this sort of category has been a recognised artist might be to open for a big band. So maybe there's a big band doing a tour through your region and you get asked as an artist to open for that band. So again, you've got lots of people buying tickets to see that band and you get to sneak in there. And maybe this doesn't pay very much, but the exposure is fantastic. You get to be in front of all their fans and they've obviously thought your music is similar enough. So the fan base might be similar for you to open for this uh, main act. So that's just great because people are there to listen to music. They've purchased tickets. um, They're excited to have a night of music and you get to play for them and connect with them. And hopefully a lot of them come across your Instagram. A lot of them go to your Spotify and buy your music. But I reckon that's almost bigger than a festival because it's more targeted audience. Um, It's a more targeted audience that would appreciate your music if they appreciate the artists that you're supporting. So you get a bunch of fans and you get to be an artist. You're on the poster. So that's that's a great sort of progression of you being a recognized artist. You're not making a ton of money for that, again, if anything, but you're being recognized as a music artist and that feels great. So the next category is when we kind of become a known artist. And at this point, we can start charging more money for experiences with our music. So this might be a ticketed show, even just locally where you live. To put on a ticketed show, you put $30 or $50 on a show that you're putting on. You're the main artist and people are buying tickets to come and see you. So you might have some support acts or something like that, or maybe it's um, coupled with a dinner or whatever it is, but people are buying tickets to come and hear you play. I think this one is super underrated. There's kind of this illusion that if we're in our hometown, that doesn't really count because that's just our friends and our family. But if you've got people that are willing to part with 50 bucks or $30 or whatever it is to come and hear you play, then you're a music artist. They like your music enough to part with their money, to part with their time, to come and hear you play. And of course, at this point, you've got an opportunity to really sing your songs and to to kind of tell your story and everything that your music means to you, you can get across to this this audience, which I think is super, super good. So you might be able to chuck some covers in there at the end, uh, have a bit of fun with it. If you've, if you've been doing covers for a while and there's some songs that people really love you doing, you can do those. But p- predominantly, this is an original set of your music. So this could range from just 15 people at a house concert or um, – I want to do some shows here in the studio. I reckon I could fit about 15 to 20 people for a live intimate um, studio show, which would be awesome. But maybe at your house or um, at a small venue, or maybe you could book out a pub for the night or whatever it is. It, It doesn't have to be like hundreds and hundreds of people, but if you can put on a ticketed show and sell tickets, then that's, that's awesome. I think this is really underrated and we should be doing this more and more ticketed shows to showcase you as a music artist. From here, I reckon supporting a regional tour. So if a, you get to, maybe the step before this is where you're the local guy that um, that gets to play the local show with the band, but maybe you could do that for the whole region. So you actually go on tour and maybe play five to 10 shows 
um, in the greater region as a support act. So you're actually traveling around doing a regional tour. Again, this probably doesn't pay an awful amount, but it, it would pay at least all your expenses and get you a massive amount of exposure. From here, you might even be able to headline a regional tour. So you might be able to go to, I don't know, 300 kilometers around where you live and actually call venues and put on a tour and do ticketed shows across a bunch of different cities where you live and kind of head that up. Maybe you could take a couple of younger musicians with you uh, to support you, but you could actually headline a regional tour around where you live. From here, we're starting to get to the big good stuff now. So maybe this is some of your vision. I reckon maybe write down for me in the comments, that'd be really helpful. What What is your vision? What's your goal? Where do you want to get to? What's enough for you? What, you know, I was talking to a young guy who just wants to get into festivals, like that's his goal. So I reckon it's helpful to write out your goal, helpful to write out where you want to go. And then you can kind of walk towards that rather than just blindly hoping that at some point someone will invite you to do that thing. Um, so you could headline a, a regional tour. Maybe you could support a national tour. So you could do all the capital cities or something, just supporting uh, a band from your country going a tour on the country. You could be there as a support. That would be awesome. Maybe from there you could headline a national tour. You could actually book shows all around the country touring your music because you've got a big enough fan base now that people all over the place would buy tickets to come and see you play and hear your songs as a music artist. From then we're getting pretty huge now. Uh, maybe support an international tour. So maybe a band from your country is going overseas and you get to go with them and travel the world with them on an international tour as a support act. That would be massive. From there, maybe you could headline international shows. Wouldn't that be insane that you have enough of a following, you have enough people listening and loving your music that you could book a show on the other side of the world and people would buy tickets and go to it. It seems like a massive lofty dream that is never achievable. I think it's kind of like a desire, isn't it? For us as music artists, like, wouldn't that be good? Because we know our favorite bands have done that. Our favorite bands have come over to Australia and played that show. Uh, our favorite Australian bands have gone overseas and played those big shows. So we know it's possible. It seems lofty, but it's, I think it's all right to dream about that sort of stuff. It's all right to want that and have that as a desire. So from there, you might support in a stadium tour. So you might have those, what, 20,000 plus fans uh, listening to your music come through those speakers and just loving it. Maybe they don't know who you are, but you get to support that big band that they're there to see, but you've got thousands of people uh, in the same space as you listening to your music. That would be insane. And from there, you can be your Shawn Mendezes, your Coldplays, where you are headlining stadium tours. The only venue that you can fit in now is a stadium with 80,000 people in it. Uh, and you do that three nights in this town, and you travel around doing a stadium tour. That's the that's the ultimate goal. That's the pinnacle. And very few of us will ever get there. But like I said, it's cool to dream and it's cool to kind of walk towards that. So I think uh, that's kind of the journey, I reckon. There's probably more. If, if there's some more categories I've missed, please let me know in the comments. Uh, that would be really, really helpful. I guess the key takeaway from this whole episode is that it's all a journey. We're all walking towards something and there's a, there's a path to get there. And often we want to just kind of rush straight to that stadium tour but um, we've got to enjoy the journey. If we're not enjoying the journey of being a music artist, we're just chasing fame, then once we get to fame, we're not going to really enjoy that either. 
So we've got to enjoy the journey and just walk towards, just kick goals. Every month, every six months, whatever it is, just look back and kick goals. So I'd love to hear where you are now, but I'd also love you to look back and just let me know what are the goals that you have kicked. You know, at one point, you'd picked up an instrument for the first time. At one point, you just played in front of your mates or you showed your mum or something. You did an open mic night and slowly you walked towards where you are now. And even though you're looking forward and you want those next things, you've come so far as an artist and it's so helpful just to recognize where you've come from. So that's kind of the key takeaway. This is a journey that we're walking towards. I'd be interested also to know what would you be satisfied with? At what point would you think I don't need anymore? Maybe a stadium tour is just, that's way beyond what you even want. Um, Maybe you're just happy doing the wedding things. Maybe that is a big enough goal for you just to play weddings, to get paid for playing music instead of working wherever you work, that you could just do a hundred gigs a year, two a week, getting paid a couple of hundred bucks for each one and just making people happy with your music. So if you could let me know in the comments, what is your goal? What would you be satisfied with? At what level would you be satisfied as an artist? Hey, thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I hope you got something super helpful out of this. Um, Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I do weekly episodes just talking about this very thing, going from musician to artist, just encouragement about kicking goals and doing the next thing to become a music artist that can do it for a living. We're not doing it on the side. We can actually make a living out of doing music. That will be awesome. Thanks so much. Give this video a like for me if you found it helpful at all. Make some music this week and we'll talk again soon.